Hey, it's Zach. <laughs> You've clicked on our conversation with Lady Gaga, and to say I was nervous for this one is an understatement. I mean, wow. Lady Gaga was in, not my studio, but somebody else's studio, talking to me about Joanne, about life, about love, about, uh, I mean, about everything. We talked to her for about 45 minutes, and it was just, it was incredible. I'm still, like, it's been weeks, and I'm still processing it. Without further ado, here's our conversation with Joanne. AKA Lady Gaga. Hey, what up, what's up? I'm China. Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Zach Sang Show, honored to say the following words. Lady Gaga is in the studio. Thank you. That's so sweet. Okay, okay. No, this is, seriously, I mean, you're looking at three genuine music fans who have been doing this for a second and have been in, I've admired you forever. Thank you. And just this weekend, I fielded four phone calls from my mom calling me to tell me how cool you are. Hi, mom. <laughs> You've done like a whole press tour recently and my mom has gotten to know you like a very new side that she's never seen before. I mean, she's watched the from radio interview to radio interview. So she called me just to reassure me that you are one cool lady. Oh, so. That's so nice. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Joanne is the new record. It's out October 21st. Yes. How are you feeling so far? I feel great. Uh, Perfect Delusion's out now. The yeah. first single, and I loved making it with uh, Mark Ronson and Kevin Parker from Tame Impala and Blood Pop, an amazing uh, producer, musician, who you uh, know probably mostly from uh, his production on Sorry, yeah. with Justin Bieber. Wow. Uh, so and he worked on the album too, uh, so you know it's it's amazing. I've been making jazz music uh, with Tony, which <sighs> has been awesome, and yeah. I've been acting, and I just really wanted to return to pop music and make a pop record and go but in, my way, you know, of course, which is always a little bit, a little different to the left and the right, <laughs> and then a little we- a weird <laughs> dose of something. But going into the studio to create pop music. After working with Tony in jazz, which is so raw, it's so authentic, and there's no there's no production. Do you know what I mean? There's no twisting of the dials. It's it's you. It's you and the music behind you. Do you re-approach? Well, there this is record? twisting of the dials. They're just different dials. Yeah, you know, they're, you're you're twisting. Uh, you're twisting the same sorts of dials uh, in different ways in terms yeah. of compressors and uh, sounds and uh, live instrumentation. You know, there is live instrumentation on this album. It's not all live instrumentation, though. A, a lot of, uh, most actually, if not all, I think, the samples that we used uh, were taken from something live, though, that we created. Cool. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's not, I never like to say that one type of music is completely different from another because yeah. they all come from, you know, the same place, which is, you know, people. Yeah. Uh, but with this album, I would say, uh, that it's, it's just, uh, it's more, it's more polished. It's a, it's a pop record. It's, it's pop songs. It's, it's things I love to make, love to write, uh, uh, records that bring people together. Uh, you know, I, I love a beautiful sweet melody with a strange oh, yeah. message and you know an interesting chord progression that you know lands in a in a pop place uh, so I made the kind of record that you know I'm always looking to make it, especially when I first started you know with uh, the fame and uh, the fame monster you know I was always interested in making pop records that were a little bit different yeah and it put always push the envelope always pushed radio in a new direction or uh, just trying to break through through a new sound. And you really have. You've set the tone. 
You set the, I mean, even with Just Dance back then, you set the tone for musicians everywhere. You kind of set the bar really high. Well, I don't, I mean, I just, I just know there was nothing like it when it came out, yeah. you know, so it's, it's kind of like that with every record that I do, of course. you know, every album, it's a new sound, completely the record. And then always, you can never expect the single to sound, uh, you know, like anything that, that you've heard before. That's always the, the idea is, yeah. you know, how do I make something that's, you know, not really, uh, maybe relevant, really relevant now. And is that pressure for you? um, I think it's freedom. Yeah. You know, because, you know, for me, you know, trying harder and being different, those are things that should be rewarded. And it's always been my message, you know, to my fans. And so I keep that in my music. I always want to be trying to to be... um, uh, ahead musically yeah. and uh, I've been, I'm proud of that the work with Mark our friendship our, our camaraderie the work with uh, you know Josh Homme on the record our camaraderie as well as um, uh, Hillary Lindsay who I'm going to perform with in Nashville this week cool. at uh, a Dive Bar for Bud Light uh, you know we wanted to do something instead of playing I've played a lot of arenas, a lot of stadiums. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Uh, but to do something big in a small place. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, that's what I want people to remember. That's what Joanne is about. The big things can happen in small places, you know, and that, that um, things that are bigger than you are are usually smaller. It's about family. It's about the world. It's about each other. You know, it's not about looking out to find things. It's about looking in. Is that what your aunt represented? Yes, she's always been a soul guide for me and a grounding to remember, oh, okay, that's right. When my dad was 15, his sister died. Yeah. And he lost his best friend, and she never got to live the rest of her life. So you need to just get it together and yeah. keep rolling because— Roll with the punches. Because that's some—that's some— that's a far way my dad came from an uh, immigrant Italian family that came over through Ellis Island, had babies here, learned how to speak, uh, you know, American, yeah. and then lost their, their daughter while my grandpa's a shoemaker and he's a, you know, a veteran. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful story and I, I've taken it with me, but the way that I've taken it with me and the way that it lives on the album is... You know, I keep saying to people, call me Joanne. And it's because, you know, th- this this space that I've put myself in is, okay, what would Joanne do if she was here? Well, she wouldn't be on her phone. Yeah. And she wouldn't be, you know, not paying attention to what's going on in the room. She would be really engaged with everything around her because she never got to live the rest of her life. So I've been thinking wow. a lot about that because, you know, we're so wired and that's not a you know no. bad thing for everything. I think as a no. resource, the Internet's great. You get to be social with your friends, your family, yeah. for me, with my fans. Uh, but it is important to remember the gravity of where we've come from, which is each other. That was beautiful. It's the truth. Really and the truth. Each other doesn't. It's not. A, it's more of a perfect illusion what we're looking at. In our through our cell phones than it is when we're here face to face. Yes. Wow. That was great. Wow. Love that. But you know, but that's <laughs> really not good. that's not something that just happens. That's acquired over time. That's a mindset that yeah, right. I mean, you, you you're not just like 
you don't just like focus on the president and focus on everything around you without having to like snap yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And Coming- I, I definitely am not like that all the time. Yeah. I, still, I catch myself on my phone. I catch myself working or staring into my computer too much or, you know, being in the studio for too long or focusing on work all day when I could be focusing on also other things. So, you know, you, you, the, the point of, you know, Joanne and my Joanne vibes in my life is to go, you know what, I'm going to go have lunch with my sister, you know, yeah. and I'm going to call back my dad right away, <laughs> you know, and I'm not going to break that, uh, uh, that, you know, meeting that I had or that dinner that I promised somebody just because, you know, I'm, who I am and something yeah. bigger came up to that I should go to. You know, nothing's bigger. Every it's all the same. It's all the same. All these things are the same. I feel like you're going back to your roots. The dive bar tour, I think, is in my mind the coolest thing that an artist has done in a very long time. Thank you. Because, you know, I grew up in Manhattan and I grew up going to the bitter end and you are synonymous. With the bitter end, right? I mean, you yeah. ever you go to yes. anybody, the guy who works at the tick counter who's been there for decades, yes. can tell you a thousand stories. Yes, and actually, Mark's manager uh, was working at Columbia Records. Okay, or so was it Columbia or Sony? I mean, maybe it was. The, I don't remember exactly. I think Columbia was at Sony at the time. Yeah, uh, he was working at Columbia, right? And then he uh, he. He saw me for the first time at the bitter end when I was like 17 years old. And, uh, you know, it's just so kind of crazy. And my show then was very different. And then it changed even more when I was in my early uh, 20s and became more of a performance and a variety show. So what we were talking about making this uh, Bud Light tour is I kept arguing with everybody because they kept going, oh, but it's a dive bar show. And I kept going, why are you trying to tell me yeah. what a dive bar show is? <laughs> 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 Just because you've had a drink in a dive bar Doesn't and you've matter. seen one band play, or maybe you've seen a lot of bands play in dive yeah. bars. I, can't, I mean, I can't imagine nowadays with as much that goes on in the music industry that there's a lot of like going out to see bands. I wish that there should be go there out be and more. see bands go out and see bands support music support young artists but there should be and the reason that there should be is because I know that you know because you live down there yeah. right that there is there are performers that on the smallest stage it's like they're performing in Madison Square Garden yeah and what happens is is when some of these artists, I think, come up through the channels where there is none of that artistic development on your own, then all of a sudden you've got, you know, dancers and you've got props yeah. and you've got all these things, right? And it's like you have to you don't have to work as hard. All that other stuff's going on, right? But just because I'm playing in a dive bar means that I'm doesn't mean I'm gonna walk in, in a t shirt and just sit there at the piano and sing. You know, we're gonna do what I always did in dive bars after I became Lady Gaga, which is we're going to make a show. And I want people, like I said, to feel that big things can happen in small places and that it's important. Yeah. Hell yeah. Why now? Why is it important in your life to go back to your roots today? Well, you know, anytime I'm making pop music, I have to think as deeply as possible Yeah. because you're trying to make records that bring people together all over the world. And it's not just because it's a hit. I mean, that's great when people like your song, but when you can create something, hopefully that brings people closer uh, in a different way, uh, that's what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking for that kid that listens to dance music 
to become friends with that kid that likes uh, uh, rock music and country music that's so and cool. that kid to become friends with somebody that's like super emo <laughs> and you know it's like because I have bring a lot, it together yeah I have a lot yeah. of different types of fans that are into all different things and our community is very like not straight laced no. and it's not one type of music that they like it's eclectic so my thought was well why don't we just I can just expand that because the truth is I was going more in a particular direction yeah uh, with my songwriting and we started and what what that was is that I you know like I like on the fame I would probably say more than my other records I just kind of have no regard yeah. for genre except for pop <clears throat> and the idea is to take my knowledge of music from all genres uh, mm. and put them into something that uh, is pop uh, so uh, it's the album is pop it's dance it's rock it's country it's folk it's uh, funk it's electronic it's clubby uh, it's alternative it's all it's, <laughs> wow. it's all everything everything it's you- soulful it's soul and the goal really is to bring people together, and I think you can do that. I think yeah, I really, a- really want like a girl that listens to country music who never thought she could like my records. Yeah, I want her crying <sighs> and her I- eyes out because that to me it's not about the like oh I'm so excited she loves me. Yeah, it's more about her ability than to connect to someone else that's totally different from her and vice versa. And that's wow. what I've been thinking a lot about. Okay, when you get into the mindset to think about exactly that, or to write a song, right? What is that process like? How how do you get there? Well, I had a vision in my head, and I I went in, you know, Mark. I went into the studio, and Mark had Mark and I, you know, you know, talk and work yeah. all day, and he was like, you know, who's this record for? And I said, well, you know, I just keep seeing this this vision. And he said, okay, yeah. <laughs> come on, let's give it to me. And I said, you know. There's this girl, and she's maybe like 30s, maybe younger, maybe older. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually really matter what her age is, but her hair's back, and she's got no makeup on, and it's in a bun, and it's kind of fuzzy, like she hasn't really done it. And yeah. she's wearing a Hanes sweatshirt that she got at uh, a drugstore, <laughs> and she has on some old jeans that are rolled up, uh, and she has a kid in one hand and a glass of Pinot Grigio in the other, <laughs> and then two other kids running around her. And uh, some heirloom uh, from, you know, necklaces from, you know, her aunt. Yeah. And maybe like a couple earrings, uh, some fake Tiffany's, uh, nothing expensive, just what she has, uh-huh. you know. And she's got her hands in the air and tears streaming down her face with that kid in her hand and that glass of wine. And she's just singing every word wow. to my songs. And she's way in the back of the amphitheater in the cheap seats. And I'm speaking to her. And... I had that vision every single day, and it wasn't until late in the recording process I started crying one day in the middle of listening to a song that I uh, I did called Grigio Girls. And I said, you know what? That girl's me if I wasn't famous. Wow. That's who I would be. The- so then you go, oh, there's no difference yeah. between me and you. It's just my, it's a perfect illusion. It's, it's, it's my art. It's my hat. It's my glasses. Yeah. It's my outfit. It's maybe something that you saw that felt like a character to you or that you couldn't get to me, right? But the truth is that, you know, when I go home and I erase the fame, I'm Joanne. And I'm able to just think about family, wow. just think about friends. 
just think about the people that I love. And I'm in the same type of emotional pain as that girl. Yeah. I'm going through the same things that she's going through with men, with life, with my father, with my mother, with my sister, with, uh, you know, my relationship with alcohol, yeah. my dad's relationship with alcohol. You know, it's it's it just it's it, uh, uh, young people's relationship with partying, period, in America right now. That's definitely it's crazy. Part of the record. There's a, a song called Sinner's Prayer uh, that I'm doing. And that that song really reminds me of, I think, how we all kind of feel, because a lot of us were born in the 80s and we're all like, you know, it's just a lot of we're on a lot, <laughs> you know, and there's a lot going on. And and uh, there's so much information flying at us. And it's it's kind of like discombobulating. Yeah. And we have drinks and we party. And I don't know if some of us for me, as I, I have like this Catholic guilt that I am a sinner. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every me too. time. Me too. Like, I'm a sinner because I need it. Because yeah. I need to, I'm coping with the, what's happening in the world. Are, are you and, still doing it? Are you still drinking? Yeah, I still drink. Yeah. But... The point of the song is I say, hear my sinner's prayer. I am what I am. Yeah. I don't want to break the heart of any other man but you. Wow. Wow. Like that. Hear my sinner's I'm- prayer. It's the only one I know. It sure as hell don't rhyme, but it's as good as, good as, good as, good as gold. Nice. Beautiful. You know, so the re- the record's about a lot of different things, but the center home of it is me as a person. Yeah. As a, yeah. Do you see when you you see that woman with the two kids and she's crying and and, and I, I feel like you obviously it's you three kids. Are there any qualities of her that you want to bring through to yourself today that you see that you might not have? I have the same qualities as that girl. Both of them. We both. Yeah, she is me. That's what I'm no. saying. It's those women are superstars. Yes. They are so strong. What they go through, what they see, how they pick these men up off the floor and keep them going and how these men in their lives, uh, you know, they, they change who we are. Yeah. And, and, and it has such a profound effect on us forever for women. When we're in relationships, it affects us through our life, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, whether it's our dad or our our brother or a mother or a sister. And I'm not saying that's not the same with men, but for women, we wear our emotions so more heavily out there, you yes. know, that for us, it's it's quite a thing that, you know, constantly, how do we keep everything out of a tornado, yeah. you know? And that's the thing is I look at that girl and she's living in the same tornado that I'm living in. It's just, it's just looks different. Lady Gaga, Joanne, October 21st. What's the song Million Voices about? I mean, Million Maybe. Reasons. Yeah. Cause I saw you're going to perform that on the dive bar tour. Million Reasons is a song about wanting to give up, but uh, you don't. Um, You're giving me a million reasons to let you go. You're giving me a million reasons to quit the show. You're giving me a million reasons. Give me a million reasons. Giving me a million reasons about a million reasons. Um, I bow down to pray. I try to make the worst seem better. Lord, show me the way to cut through all his worn-out leather. I've got a hundred million reasons to walk away, but baby, I just need one good one to stay. Wow, you 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 need to feel. You need to come and t- you, you need to become become one with yourself to write those lyrics. Yeah, where do you go? Where, what do you do? How do they come to you, and where do they go from there? They just come on out. You know, I was sitting with Hillary Lindsay. I remember we were in my house. I was at the piano, and she was sitting behind me. 
And I was just like, it's just like all the men in my life, I tell you, they give me a million reasons <laughs> to take a hike. Yeah. And I just need I just need one good one to stick around. I just need yeah. one. And she was like, that's a song. And I sat down and I started playing. And I, I remember I remember singing it. Uh, I bow down to pray. I try to make I, you know what? That's just what I do. Yeah. I, when I am having a bad day and I'm in pain. I bow down to pray and I try to make the worst seem better. It's that simple. It's it, but the it's I guess what you're saying about going deep, you just have to be able to look at yourself and really see who you are and yeah. be very self-aware and that that took some time. That's hard. Because you can see things that you might not want to see, you know? You see I see everything. I see a lot that I, you know, you see maybe things you don't want to see, but you know, nobody takes care of you better than you do. Yeah. So you got to you got to you got to look for yourself and take a peek under the hood. And if something's not right, if it's better to say that it's not right and know that it's not right than just to leave it there because it's trust me, it's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean life is like life life is like I feel like it's like wrestling a snake. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and yeah. the snake is you, you know? And if you ever let go of that snake for a second, it's going to strangle you. So you got to stay on top of yourself. Wow. I like that. I think this, this is what I needed to hear that in my life. It's like a therapy session for Zach. No, I really need to hear that in my life. That <laughs> yeah. was, because it's not something that, one, you don't hear that every day. And two, it is. It's complete honesty, right? Yeah. If you're not in control of you, the one, microscopic you truth. Yeah. Yeah. I want everybody to tell that, you know, and their lives. I want to tell that in my life every day as much as I can. On this album, I definitely told that. It's therapeutic. It's nice. Uh, therapeutic, you know, when I think of therapeutic, I think of a foot massage, <laughs> relaxation. I wouldn't say that it's always therapeutic. I yeah. mean, it's hard for me to sing some of these songs. They're so deeply personal, and I've never really done that before. Yeah. I mean, in my records, I've I've been deeply personal, but not in the same way and not as often. On this record, the entire record exposes me as a real person. Uh, and on my previous records, it did as well, but it would expose one side of me. Like on Born This Way, it was more about the part of me that was bullied in high school. Yeah. You know? And on The Fame, it was about the part of me that wasn't a star yet, that was sort of you know, t revering in what it takes to become one. And it, and it was, you know, so much more plastic than what I thought it was going to be. You know, the hard work and all of that was underneath the fame. But the, the concept of that album was that at the time, you know, becoming famous was, it was absurdity. Yeah. And that's, I guess, well, the intersection with David Bowie also for yeah. me was always, a, you know, f absurdity and fame and how that, like, I feel like modern uh, society now and how you become popular is simply by being absurd. It, <laughs> but it's true. And, but you lose yourself in that process. You can lose yourself in that process if you're not aware of your absurdity yeah. and that you're using it. I'm aware of my absurdity. It's my <laughs> art form yes. in a lot of ways, you know. But for other people, uh, maybe they don't know they're using it or maybe they totally know. Like in the election, I think a lot of people totally know when they're using absurdity. Yeah. It's scary well, now. Yeah. It's ab using absurdity <laughs> to like really using get absurdity to for clickbait. That's it. But also for power and mind manipulation. It's, it's clickbait. It, it becomes power and mind manipulation yeah. because our minds are attached to clickbait. Right. Yes. But we wouldn't be attached to that person. No. 
unless they were absurd and made us click. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you think some of the costumes you used to wear helped you become who you are today? Because people would see that and like wonder, like, what is she going to wear tomorrow? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Do you have a favorite art piece? Right? Like a favorite art piece that has gone on to become a pop culture history moment? Well, it depends on what other people think of pop culture history moment. You know, I. What do you I, consider it to I be? really love Goya, Return of, uh, what is it? Uh, Return of Saturn, uh, the Goya painting. It's it, it's a it's a painting of a of an old decrepit creature eating the head of a baby. <laughs> All right. Wow. Wow. It's in the Louvre in Paris. That's beautiful. It's my favorite. I was going to say I like your meat dress. That was my favorite. <laughs> you know. Oh, well, are you talking about my? Yeah, art? yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean that. That's well. That's one thing too, because you know I always called what I made art. And yeah, that, that was a thing. Well, that's I, always been a thing. Like, but it, but, oh, here she goes calling herself an artist. Which oh, I, that's here crap. she goes. She's it's. She thinks it's art. It is art. It's art is is what you can get away with. Yeah. Okay. That, and Great art, definition. That that was Andy Warhol's definition. Yeah. And also, also, being an artist is about perspective. Yeah. So the minute that I have no perspective, I'm not an artist. You know, you can be a uh, singing advertisement. Yeah. You know, or you can have a perspective. That's it. Wow. <laughs> that was a lot. And that was beautiful, man. Thank you. I mean, I love music so much, and I can't thank, thank you. you enough. And I, I love pop music. And, so, no. you know, for me, it's always a dog fight. You know, it's like I, I'm always coming in with guns blazing, going, okay, like, this this is the new shit. And uh, it's it's always exciting, and it's a pleasure for me to but, talk with you. But it's because you declare what's next. You declare what's new. You, you it, it starts with you almost. You know, you set the tone for everybody else, I feel. Everybody is supposed you, to do that. It, you're right. I, I, I got to thank you. And I don't mean other artists. I mean, in our lives. Yeah. I mean, every. I think we should all listen to each other in that way. You know, what do you think is next? What do you think is next? You know, and then the radio is that wonderful place that since the beginning of, you know, music, when radio started, Final you know, you hope that somebody cool walks over to a DJ and, I, you know, it's not this way anymore. I wish it was. And they, they lean in and they go, I got the new Lady Gaga record. <laughs> Amazing. It's in my pocket. It's in my pocket. Right? And everybody yeah. gets excited yeah. because it's it's like a gift. Yeah. You know? It is. Dive Bar, you're going on tour this week. It starts. You're going to be Facebook living all of it. As you go on tour and you plan it, are there security concerns? Are you a little worried? I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know? And when you move, you it's very hard for you to just... Move on. You your know own. what? I'm I'm at the same I'm I'm in the same boat with everybody else in this country. So yeah. let's all hold hands and do it together. There's no reason to be afraid. It's just life, you know. And there's a lot of countries around the world that is so much worse mm-hmm. every day. And you know, like Aleppo. Yeah, I know. Syria, it's unbelievable. And you know, so yes, it's we- not a good time right now. But it's good to remember to be grateful during hard times and say, you know what, it's not good, but we're still here. And every moment that it's good, just smile that it's good. Yeah. Nice. Just the fact that you can still go on and create art for people to come and witness and to be a part of. You're 100% right. You got to try to care. It's hard yeah. to care about art when, when things are bad. Yeah. Because you go, who cares? You but, know, it's, it's just art. But, you know, but music and art and, te- you know, TV and movies and all of those things, they've been lifting people's hearts. An escape. For, since the be- it's, it's, it's an illusion. Yeah. 
All of it is illusion. It's an illusion. Do you wish celebrity and music didn't go hand in hand? Yes. You would uh, you would take the world without the celebrity because I know you would perform back at the bitter end and you would yeah. be totally cool with it. Yeah. Uh, well, what I what I wish was that people could distinguish the difference between different types of celebrities and okay. what we do because I don't sit in the mirror all day and stare at myself no. and put makeup on and you know uh, uh, try to get noticed. Although that might be like you know something people might think of me you know yeah. i play piano all day i play guitar all day i write songs all day i stand in the mirror and dance and watch every move to work on in the show i mean it's just a different thing and i guess what i want the only reason i bring that up and that's actually not to say anything bad about anyone in particular i just think it's a general thing that's happening on the internet yeah. that people want to get noticed for how they look you know and <laughs> instagram that the the instagram Right, a sea of perfect illusion. Yeah, right. It, uh, oh God, it's yeah. scary. Right. And then sometimes I see the people you know in person, and you try to match them up to the Instagram. And it's like you're playing everybody. You know, it's, it's not real. And none of you're none of it. Yeah, none of it. But what I guess what I'm trying to say is, is I want people to feel inspired by the notion that none of that matters, yeah. and that what matters is not how long you took filtering that photo. What matters is how long you spent working on the thing that you're good at and your talent and what you're going to give to the world and to your brother and your neighbor. You know, that's what's really important. And that is the big message that you do pass on to the next generation, the next generation of artists. And I've heard you and say it might it. not be popular, like young kids like to filter photos. And I'm not telling you, by the way, not to do that. It's so fun. And I still do it. And I'm still going to do it. I'm just saying that it's not everything. Yeah. It's not all of it. There needs to be art and there needs to be passion behind it and there needs to be a pulse, you know, something that... There always will be. Yeah. But that, I'm not talking about art when I'm talking about that. I'm talking about life. Yeah. I mean, that's just life. And and I just, you know, uh, I just want young kids to know that, you know, your Instagram's not going to get you a job. Yeah. No, it isn't. You might think that it is, you know, but the way that it's going now, it's a toilet. It's too hard to find somebody talented between someone that isn't. You don't. You can see if you put your work out there, it's one thing. Yeah. But you know, if it's all about, you know, your look, I don't know. I just, and and that might sound weird coming from me because people are going to be like, "What are you talking about? You were all about your look, you know." But I was always as much about my music as I was about my performance. Yeah. And, but you always have been. You've always been driven yeah. by music. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You're well, a genuine musician as a guest. And by both. Yeah. They're, they're, they're both important to me. Songwriting, singing, being a musician, playing instruments, as well as putting together a special show for yeah. the world. I mean, I love doing that more than anything. I mean, putting together the dive bar show has been so fun because... I looked at everyone, like I said, and I'm like, don't tell me how to play in a dive bar. <laughs> you know. Yeah, right? said, you ever seen Franz Ferdinand up close? You ever see those guys move? Those guys are... No. It's out of control. It's like there's, there's, there's so much electricity flying off that stage. The fact that there's no props, that there's no this, that there's no that, none of it matters because the work was done in rehearsal. Yeah. You can mm -hmm. feel it and you can smell the sweat of the hard work. Of musicians, and it's awesome. That's how I fell in love with music. Wow. And you're going to go from a dive bar to putting together the show for the Super Bowl. 
I mean, can, can we can we talk about two different venues? I mean, yeah, right. two, universally different. But is it for you? That's the thing. I mean, you can Here's approach the it the same you gotta way. Play, you got to play the dive bar like it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. And you got to play the Super Bowl <laughs> like, it's a, like it's a dive bar. That's a... I've heard people, you know, genuine musicians and genuine music managers say exactly that. They, there's people who genuinely believe that you can't really be a musician unless you've gotten beers thrown at you, you know, <laughs> performing at a bar, you know, at an open mic night or something. Well, you, you, you can be a musician yes, no matter what. You could be, you could be a musician. You could, anyone can say and are legitimately one if you yeah. want to be. You know, but yeah, I mean, having beer thrown at, I had, I 100% had beer thrown at me. I had cups thrown at me. I've had, I mean, I've been shouted at. I've also been cheered for, you know, so, and I've been rejected, you know, uh, and told, no, you can't even play here. And I'm like, this place, what are you kidding me? And this is long time ago. And, you know, I would call back and fake, I'm fake manager. (laughs) Like, I'm calling for Lady Gaga. She's an incredible performer. (laughs) She's very big right now with a lot of heat. And, um, (laughs) you know, it's like everyone's like, then all of a sudden you have a slot at 10 p.m. with 100 people there. And they're like, who are you? That you're not, you know. They're like, what, what, and they don't really know. Yeah, you know. So again, like perfect delusion. So it's like, you know, it's like always. It's just about how you use them. You're. This has been one of the most incredible conversations I've ever had with somebody. We've been making radio for a little bit here, and I got to say thank you. Thanks. Thank you for taking Thanks. the time. That's cool. Thank and, you. I, it's cool. Cool for me. Cool I for mean, me too. Joanne, October twenty first, perfect illusion. Have Dan? you started your Super Bowl preparations yet? Like, do you know what you're going to do? Yeah. I was four. Wow. <laughs> so the whole show is done. No, it's not. Good. It's not done. Uh, but where I know, I know what I want to do. Have you talked to any of the previous performers about what to expect or anything like that? I'm friends with Bruno and, uh, you know, Mark did the Super Bowl. I'm also friends with Coldplay. I'm friends with B. You know, I've, I've, I've yeah. hung out with and been with them after. Mm-hmm. So I know a little bit about, you know, what goes in and out. And I, also, it's not the first big stage I've ever been on. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I know what I'm doing out there. I just got just to gotta keep it tight everybody everything's got to be right and we got to have all of the technical stuff perfect and then boop 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 (laughs) lady gaga we're live in five seconds and then i black out and then it's over but you that's how it works do you not like you just you just go it just turns on do you notice anything do you remember things from a performance really like not usually no Maybe a little thing here and there. Yeah. It's an extra, like, because, you know, every time you go deeper, something new is going to pop out. That's it. So, you know, something's going to pop out <laughs> while I'm there. Not, not, uh, not something like that. Not physically. In Houston, especially. But, you know, something creative is going to pop out. Because, you know, yeah. the thing is, like, when you've got 80,000 people screaming all around you yeah. and, you know, 100 million, 115 or 140, whatever it is, are yeah. watching... You know, wow. There's a change in the atmosphere, and that, that's actually I, I would think most of what what the work goes into for me. I got to prepare myself to be so locked in, so that when that adrenaline hits me, you can do it. I can, I can, I don't get thrown off my game. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Like it's second nature. You can do it with your eyes closed, literally. Not, but I don't. But not like with my eyes closed. Okay. Because then I think it looks lazy. Because <laughs> I'm yeah, just like I, I can that. see you did it a million times. Yes. Right. Yeah. No. Got to feel like the first time and the last. 
It's got to feel like the first and the last, and it's got to feel full of energy and spontaneity as well as great music, as well as show. It's got to be all of those things. That's yeah. what I'm thinking about right now is how do I do all of that? Amazing. 12 minutes. How long have you known about this? Because, I mean, we hear about like a week before you may be doing it, but I'm sure you know months in advance, or is it last minute for you too? No, I've known for a little over a month, and we knew when we were wrapping up the album, so that was great. You know, we got, we booked the Super Bowl based off of the album as well, nice. uh, which was amazing. You know, I, I had to go in and play them the record, and that was a wonderful moment for me too to see a group of executives that you know you think might not be into you know Lady Gaga's music and see them just like I said that girl in the field yeah I just I saw her come to life you know and I'm just that's what I'm most excited about is that the the type of music that I've made is something that I think can and will bring people together. And at the Super Bowl, it really gives me a massive opportunity to bring so many different types of people together in one place. And, you know, the idea is to just make sure that you don't alienate anybody while you're doing that, that you keep them all, you know, you just keep everybody in the same place. Lady Gaga. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. And I I just got to tell you, on my mom's Christmas list this year, your dad's cookbook. Oh, <laughs> Joanne Trattoria. My father was so funny. This is how I knew this was the perfect title for the album, too. Because, you know, the thing is, is if I was not mean, I wasn't yeah. famous, but I was still a writer and I didn't have a lot of money and my family didn't have a lot of money. Uh, you know, I'd be living in a town somewhere or in a city and I'd make my record and I would call it Joanne because I would want to support my dad and his yeah. small business, you know? <laughs> And cool. it's so because fu- you know, and that's yes. something I said to the uh, my friends too about it. And uh, and my, it's so funny because when I told my dad the uh, the title of the album, first he cried, and then he goes, "Oh my god, the restaurant business is going to be through the roof." This <laughs> is so sweet. You that's know? awesome. Because that's how my dad is. It's like he doesn't stop. He's probably fixing a pipe right now. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the 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 image of me or my family like laying under a palm tree getting fanned Never by like happens. shirtless guys is not what's going on at all <laughs> for anyone. Well, I mean, your dad like kind of let you go, right? When you wanted to be a rock star, he kind of cut you off a little bit. Yeah, he was excited for a while, and then he saw me, you know. Uh, do a performance at the Knitting Factory, okay, a divey, yes. you know, club, and uh, I was in a leopard bikini, lighting <laughs> hairspray on fire, <laughs> dancing to <laughs> "Boys, Boys, Boys," my song on the fame, and uh, I was also in doing interstitials of "Run to the Hills" with a giant Native American headdress on, and I mean, it was really. It was really a show. show. Like I said, in a dive bar, you know, Mm -hmm. we did a whole thing. There was a fog machine and my father just thought I'd lost my mind, uh, which a lot of people's fathers (laughs) when my record came out uh, was that girl's crazy. Uh, But, you know, I'm uh, I'm just creative. I'm not crazy. creative. What moment do you think it was for your dad that validated your success for him or that it became real? Honestly. Uh, it was really cool. I remember playing at Sebastian or Social in New York. It's a, okay. a, a gay club yeah. in New York I've that I hadn't played yet. And I wanted to show uh, my prospective manager at the time and the label, you know, what 
I was doing because you know the thing is is once you get signed to a record label it does not mean that they're going to focus on you or help you mm-hmm. at all never what it means is that you have a contract that you have to fulfill and if you don't fulfill it meaning they don't like the material that you give them they drop the contract that's yeah. it it's like a job it's a job in a way yeah oh no it is I mean you it can get shelved it's you risky get shelved, it's risky it's, yeah you know, it's dirty uh, it's actually harder to put your music out signed to a label than, than it, it is, is in on the your own exactly um, so uh, social your dad so, social and my dad right so anyway so I I was trying to hype the label up yeah about me because they loved my records but they kept wanting to give them to other artists artists that you know weren't me and <sighs> It was so frustrating. And a little insulting. Very insulting, but you have to try to think like they think, which is as a business. And That's when it. they're dealing with other artists that don't sing their... You're just dealing with a different time in music. Exactly. Artists don't sing and write their own records. They, It's about the look. It's not about the you know, artistry. Yeah. And so they just hear a hit record and go, give me that. I need that for my big thing that I'm working on. This makes us a lot of money. Whatever it costs. You know, so then I got to make them go, no, this thing over here, this will make you more money. I swear. And it will last longer. <laughs> I promise you because my talent will never break. I swear to you. And, you know, I might get older, but I'll be like, I think I'm going to peak at 75, to Do, be honest. <laughs> but still, you'll still have timeless records, man. Timeless quality and class. And I'm, I'll still have my voice. That's I'll it. I love the piano, you Th- know? And that's all you need. Yeah, and long gray hair and mm-hmm. sleeve tattoos and a lot of wrinkles. And that me. leopard bikini and the whole thing. <laughs> no, I, leopard bikini. I'm totally dead serious, by the way. That is, I'm not afraid of getting older. Good. You, that's I, awesome. I like, you I should like, be. No, it's it. so like... This thing where we all get to do it together. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's a you know, journey we're all it's in. A, we're all in it together and we all get to do it. And yeah. why not embrace the fact that that's going to happen? And I just was thinking about it the other day. I was like, damn, I'm going to be singing Poker Face like with long gray hair and kind of wrinkles. And you won't be around to see it, but oh my God. And uh, But my father, but what I was saying about social was that my father came to a, sh- a show I did at that gay club. Yeah. And I was uh, trying to show the record label, you know, what my my stuff basically. Yeah. So I put together a really fabulous dive bar show, <laughs> basically, in social. And it was this really tiny stage, and I had a disco ball, and I made my outfit by hand, and I, I glued probably eight hundred tiny little mirrors. Ooh. Probably uh, less than that because I probably couldn't have afforded those tiny <laughs> at the time. But it was a lot of mirrors on some like American Apparel, like. Uh, panties that I cut and you know and then I made a hat and they saw the show and it was all of the gay community in the neighborhood because I was trying to tell them that I had fans and they were like yeah okay you have fans whatever and I started performing and the whole room was singing every word to all these underground pop songs Wow! and I was doing a pop show but in a dive bar. And with an audience that got you and knew you. With an audience that knew me. Yeah. That loved me and that I was a part of for real, you know, that <sighs> that scene. And it was so amazing. And my father, I remember he said, you know, I just got hit on. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it, except I, I, it was kind of flattering. I'm sure. <laughs> he said, I just got hit on. He said, and I get it. Yeah. He said, okay, I get it. He said, I just saw that. That was, that was beautiful. That was, that was really something. And 
Wow. You I, know, that's, that's Joanne, though. Yes. You know, is that's the fighter. That's the person that doesn't give up. And that's what I'm saying about that girl in the field. Exactly. Just because she doesn't have mirrors on and she's not in a bar singing, it doesn't mean that we're not the same. Because yeah. we're both dogfighting to get through life. Life's a dogfight. Are you gonna, are you going to add more dates to the dive bar tour? If it gets, I'm sure it's going to be successful. I'm sure tons of people are going to see that. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Right now, we have you know other things. I need to go to other countries and promote around the world. Maybe we'll do some yeah. over there. Uh, but uh, I want to start doing some performances on TV and things like that. Uh, for for us, it was more about the story that we wanted to tell with That's this it. album and telling it the way we wanted and knowing that the NFL and the Super Bowl was coming up. Perfect Delusion for us was the right uh, moment and record. Uh, the NFL loves that record. Uh, I love watching the video intercut with the with the players because you see me throw my body around just like they do. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it, there's a lot of like velocity flying out of the screen and. That you know that passion and that rage and it's 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 awesome. Lady Gaga, come on, everybody! Like this is amazing, Lady Gaga. It was fun. I do have to say one more thing. We were at a party together at somebody's house recently, and I was afraid to say hello. (laughs) Who's that? Um, it was at a birthday party a couple weeks ago. Oh, you were at, at for Samantha? Uh, with, Samantha was there, but it was for a different party, and you came with Samantha, and everyone was talking to you. You were so friendly, and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Just a, I was just well, Are you going to like fill us in? Like, Whose party was it? You can't just do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can't talk. It's like it's not right to talk about. But I just I want because I know she's been saying she wants to go back to her roots and be in dive bars, and I was like, I see this girl at the party, and she's talking to everybody. I was like, I just can't say hello. Really? I was so afraid to. It's so funny. I was like in the corner all night yeah. with two people. Yeah, but you were talking, you were friendly, and I was just sitting there by myself. I was like, I got to do it. I got to do it. I can't See, do that's it. That's so cool that you didn't just name drop whose house that was. That's not important. That's so cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. That's the way it should be. Well, it's a cool guy. That person's protected. <laughs> yeah. Know? That's cool. Lady Gaga. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, guys. Really, greatly appreciate it. A bunch of nice people. (laughs) (laughs) We tried. Well, next time, don't be so afraid to talk to me. I'm really not hard to talk to. Yeah, as long I know. As there's obviously like, camera in my yeah, face just, uh, with like a like someone's like trying to Snapchat map my face. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> while they're talking to me, putting a filter like, on you, and they're like trying to make me the dog yeah. while they're talking to me, and I'm just like, I don't. I just want to make songs. <laughs> do, you, do, do you you use Snap? They were telling me this morning. Well, yeah, she was wearing a different outfit. I was like, yeah, she's wearing some colorful jumpsuit today, and you walked in. I was like, she's not. Because well, I have to wear something special for you. Aww, oh, that's so sweet. You know, I came in today, and they criticized me on my outfit because I'm wearing blue and black and then brown shoes. How bad is it? Like, can you see it? I have a pink hat on with everything I wear. (laughs) I'm not the right person to ask about if it's bad. I I thought they said the same thing and I thought you're the perfect person to ask because you you just know. You breathe it and on you. She just wears whatever she wants and it's comfortable. whatever you want and feel good. And if someone says you don't look fashionable, what do they know? And and are you even trying to look fashionable? Is that what you're trying to say? No. Exactly. Trying to be comfortable. Yeah. I'm the one who said it and I'm wearing... Look at what I know, you know. Thank you. Uh, and I wear that too, by the way. See? I just wanted to come in here with an illusion. Well, you, <laughs> yeah, based on how you got here, which I heard was the coolest thing. Okay, that's ever. not an illusion, though. That but, is my vehicle. But that's no, a, but you drove yourself here in the coolest car. Yeah, it's awesome. So you drove yourself, which 
honestly we rarely ever see but to be honest like we see it with artists that are like you do you know what I mean like people who are like who are so confident and they're accomplished and they don't need the SUV they don't need all that nonsense you well know? I mean I have secure I have well, yeah. I, well, I'm just not gonna I'm, well let's not lie about it no you have no there's, a, there's I didn't like roll out of bed <laughs> and like get into my Nova I mean I'd like you to imagine that I, I mean I did like run over like roll over put a cig out like I did do that but you know you know there's, there's a little no, like, more that goes into it you're not in the back of a sprinter you're doing it on your own i mean you're doing your own version there's a of sprinter you. outside there is yeah Yeah, but i use it if i need to you know whatever you need hide from people with cameras yeah the i mean dog I, just, I just have back you know the, you, the thing is is you got to be safe right yeah. and mm-hmm. i have things but i like to have my freedom so i get in my car and and i'm like you know you ride. I'm gonna go ride by myself. I'm uh, gonna go ride alone. You were dr- you were learning how to drive recently, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. I saw like you a red pickup truck. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, really. My Ford Lightning. Yeah. Like, what is? Do you have a car collection? Like a tiny one? Yeah. What do you got? I got a Ford Lightning. I've got a, a '71 Nova. Cool. Out front with That's a Corvette there. engine in it. <sighs> wow. Nice. And I have a El Camino. <laughs> cool. A black one that's amazing. I've got a slammed '65 Continental. What? I have never. What? I gotta Google that one. <laughs> it's a, a Lincoln Continental. Okay. And it's it's just this really. It's like a boat mixed with a living room <laughs> from the 60s. Wow. And it's uh, white with maroon interior. Ooh. And I can't barely take it anywhere. It's like a museum piece that I just, it's just like you not meant to be driven. And a car geek would just be like, what are you doing leaving this car by the ocean? But I just, she's just so pretty. And I, I take her out and. It's a, it's nice. It's a, it's just a nice pastime for me. I'm yeah. just not really, I've tried. The fancy exotic car thing. I used to ride around in, um, you know, something. I used to drive around something more like, you know, modern and fancy and expensive. And I, I just don't really love it. Because I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a speed, a, a for speed person. No it's speed all about even. feeling cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's really, I'd rather a vintage car with maybe some new engines in it, so yeah. so it, I can drive farther. Do you like living in LA? I don't live in LA. Where, do, do you live anywhere? <laughs> do you live anywhere? I have a place uh, in California, okay. outside of LA, and I've got a place in New York. Cool. And uh, yeah. You got to be outside of the city. It feels nice. Uh, yeah, it's uh. important for me. Yeah, it's cool. really important. It's a good place to write songs and forget you're famous, <laughs> and then become Joanne. Lady yes. Gaga, Joanne, October twenty first. You really are amazing, dude. Thank you. Thanks. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.